1: And together, they are... Oh my god, don't read it out loud! Don't read it out loud! Gay of Dark news. The Re-Threoning. I don't know what day it is, but I know that it's the Re-Threoning. And that's fine, that's all I need to know. Right? Like, who do I think I am? That I need to know any more beyond that. Do I have to talk about a movie today? Yes, I do. Did I watch the movie I have to talk about today? Yes, I did. I'm done. That's all my brain has to do. <laughs> that's all my brain has to know. <laughs> that's,
0: that's all your brain is capable of at this well, point, right? Well, this is right? true.
1: This is true. I know that I'm getting very soft because... Um, Today, as we record this, it's Friday. It is yesterday,
0: maybe.
1: Oh, oh no! Maybe it's yesterday. What if someone is listening to this in June? Oh no! The vortex is already so confusing. Right. Okay. Well, I'll just say it is Friday, um, <laughs> afternoon, and I've just had—I don't know about you, Anthony. Mm-hmm. I have had an emotional day. Mm-hmm. Like, I think the brain is very soft. Like, I feel kind of overtired. You know how when you get very, very tired, but you're still awake, you get a little delirious, usually.
0: Fifteenth uh, hour at the sleepover.
1: Exactly. <laughs>
0: yes. It turns blue, you start hearing the birds, and suddenly, like, everyone's, everyone's just, like, putting their hands in jars of mayonnaise because they've lost it.
1: Right. Right. You like that's where I am, but also I had a period this morning where I got really emotional. Oh, um, and like it was good emotional, like the, the movie made me emotional last night. Um, and then it kind of carried over into this morning because you know, listen, the pandemic, right? That's still happening.
0: Got a case of the feelsies,
1: got a little case of the feelsies. Um, you know, it's it feels like this was kind of a good emotion. It's like for the first time during this, this was a good emotional because it actually feels like it is going to end.
0: Okay, I understand where you're saying. What you're saying now for the first time during the pandemic. It's a good emotion feeling.
1: Right, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Versus, I thought you're saying the first, for the first time during the re three inning, you've had a good emotion. <laughs> oh, no, no,
1: no. I've had great emotions during the no, no, no. But I mean, during the pandemic, it's like I haven't ever wanted to admit that it could end because it was so nebulous and no one knew. And, and like, there's no. And you're gonna end jinx date. it.
0: You're gonna yeah. jinx it if you say, "Oh, we're coming out." I'll see, you. like when, like when we all put up on our marquees, see, you in April. Last March, you know, one year ago. Yeah. It filled and then we all jinxed it. And then Baby Jesus said, Well, have I got something to share with you folks? And I <laughs> I spelled that with an X because I'm equitable Jesus. My God.
1: There's no end date, and there is a part of me that still feels like there's going to be another huge wave, even after the vast majority, or everybody in the fucking country, the planet, is vaccinated. I'm still, like, I think we all probably have that kind of PTSD of, like, bracing for the next wave sort of thing. Yes, But it does feel, and it's kind of nice in a sense that it's coinciding with spring, where we are, where it's like... Everybody's kind of emerging from their groundhog holes, you know, and it's just (laughs) (laughs) and you just feel like, oh, maybe we're all going to be okay. Yeah. So I kind of had that feeling. And like if you are someone who who talks to me, like if we actually speak with one another um, or maybe if you've seen some things I've posted here and there on social media. Uh, the back half of this pandemic, like the last six months of this terrible year, um, I will say we all have things that are getting us through, whatever they are. Um, but city pop music has really been getting me through. Oh, yeah. It's like, like tons of music for me to discover, all of, you know, all of this stuff. And yesterday I saw pictures of um, one of my queens who has really been getting me through, Momoko Kikuchi. Mm. Um, she was one of the relay runners for the Olympic torch that is going on right now. And so there's pictures of Momoko carrying the torch through Fukushima Prefecture, which is like, oh, they have been able to, like, rebuild and kind of reclaim. And it's just, like, this convergence of all of these things, of, like, a rebirth and emerging from this, and maybe we're all going to be okay got me really emotional (laughs) oh stacy i love this maybe we're all gonna be okay at springtime it's springtime we have momoko's carrying the olympic torch like the olympics are gonna happen over there and it's her carrying it and she's been like it's so weird to have this like Like, City Pop, I've been listening to the women artists because I always listen to women artists. Unless it's classic rock, I'm really only interested in women artists. So I'm just discovering all of these women who were making music in, like, the 80s, 70s. I went back to, like, late 70s through late 80s. I'm discovering all of this music. And it's, like, these women who are now, if they're still alive, they're at least in their 50s, if not their 60s. They're on the other side of the world. Some of them... Some of, a very few of them are still active and still singing and still working on all of that. Some of them had short careers. Some of them dropped one album and bounced. Like there are some that are absolute mysteries because when they disappear, they disappear.
2: Hmm.
1: Like there's one artist, Takako Mamiya, who dropped her album Love Trip is like one of the greatest albums I've ever heard. She put out that album and vanished. No one has any idea where she is. She has not been found. Nothing. And like these women on the other side of the world who made this music all this year, all these years ago, has been helping me. And I just, I don't know, I was really moved by kind of how beautiful that is in a way of like, you never know what effect you're going to have on somebody. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, they have no idea. Some of them are like, I don't, you know, I stopped singing 20 years ago. I don't understand why there's all this interest in my music lately, because they don't know that the West has discovered city pop. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, a, a woman who made an album 40 years ago, and then disappeared is like affecting my life now. And I know that that's the way art works or whatever. And some people are still like, super into Shakespeare or whatever. But it's just like... <laughs> 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 I don't know, for it to kind of converge with Momoko carrying that torch and just, I don't know, like... It... Momoko
0: is running in slow motion with that torch, which this is, this is also news to me because I didn't even know the Olympics were happening. But she's running in slow motion with that torch and, 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 and she has the echo vocal filter on her voice like she does on her <laughs> YouTube <laughs> podcast, you know? Yeah. And she's speaking to you and she's saying... It's all going to be okay.
1: She's going to say, like, she taught every episode of her podcast, radio, YouTube show, where she says, thank you for your hard work today. Oh, what a fucking queen. (laughs) It just feels, I don't know, it's just... um, I've been
0: getting the feels. I've been getting those feels, especially with Spring, where it's like, um, it, it feels like the end of the terrible Final Fantasy movie, when they see the little green thing growing. Mm -hmm. And you're like, baby, you're going to be okay.
1: You feel like Ozzy Argento emerging from the sewer at the end of Mother of Tears. (laughs) And you say, what did I just survive? (laughs) But maybe it's going to be okay. I think we're all going to be, probably, if you are capable of emotion, probably everybody. Like, that's the thing, too, is none of us, since we're still in it. Who knows how we're going to be processing this for probably years to
0: come. Oh, at the very least. Yes.
1: How it has changed us. Um, And so I think as we start to like, okay, guess what? Today I get to go to the movies or whatever. We're all going to have random emotional moments. Mm hmm. You'll hear something, see something, smell something like who knows. And we have no idea how it's going to affect all of us.
0: Absolutely. I, I just, we're still in the thick of it. And, um, I did a little theater piece. It's a, there was a theater in town in Portland, got a bunch of different artists together and they had us all make sound pieces. And it's a thing where you can go into the space And you just sit there and you experience the sound pieces and they're all, they've all lit and staged these things in a way that it's, it's like something that you just sit in the room and you, you get to watch it and listen to it. And, and you, you book just like, you know, you and your pod at a time. And so it's all safe. It's all reserved. It's pretty much automated. You just go in and experience it. And and Stacy actually uh, gave a beautiful cameo in the piece that I made for it. <laughs> and Stacy, I got to go witness. I got to go just take part and experience it. And this was just me alone with like Jason. Like we just went to see this thing, but just being in a room with seeing art and theater happen, even though there were no other people there. That was an emotional experience. Like, the first, like, ten minutes of it, I was just crying. Because I was like, I can go out of my house and I can experience things that other people have, like, touched and made, have brought into existence. So let alone thinking about when we're able to, like, like I imagine doing queer horror again. Like... It's just going to turn into that scene of *Midsummer* when all the the, the handmaidens are just clutching (laughs) each other and screaming. Like, that's going to... That is 100% going to be you and me when we get to see Halloween bangs, because I feel like we actually are going to get to see Halloween bangs together, and it's going to be a piece of goddamn shit, but... I
2: won't care. I won't
0: fucking care. I'm going to... We're going to be Thelma and Louise. I'm going to be clutching your hand. (laughs) We're going to be tears (laughs) streaming down our face. That's actually... (laughs) The moment the bangs appear on screen. Yeah. (laughs) Listen, we will be in there. Kyle will probably be murdered in the first two minutes of the movie. Right. Uh, I I swear she's probably going to get her head crushed with a TV set as reality TV plays on it. Um, But... But cut to our heads, like cut to, that's what the rest of the theater is seeing, cut to us. And we're just sitting there glowing and crying as we see what we're seeing on the screen is Kyle whipping her bangs and her fringe in slow motion. Oh. As she's like wiping down the bar countertop and then pulls out her shotgun <laughs> to shoot Michael Myers.
1: We look at each other. And we're both wearing <laughs> prosthetic bangs. Yes! In honor of her. <laughs> <laughs> I like, we had to, you know, we had to forego that experience last year. And then this year, you know, earlier in the year or late last year, whenever it was, John Carpenter is like, yeah, it's not going to happen in 2021 either. Like, we're probably just going to put it out on home video. And that was such a like... Uh, 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 smart of him to do that but also it it was just another one of those things that made you feel like we're never gonna get out of
0: this this is well, john carpenter who as you said the other day loves money is saying this isn't gonna happen
1: <laughs> yeah
0: it's never yeah. gonna end
1: <laughs> and now as you watch people you love get the vaccine or maybe you get the vaccine yourself in all of the and it's just like first of all Thank fucking Susie Banyan that the election went the way that it did.
0: Thank Uh. Susie Banyan (laughs) and thank Stacey Abrams.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And all
0: of her queens that she...
1: Absolutely. My
0: God.
1: Because who knows where we would be. Um, But it starts to feel like, oh my God, this could this could end
0: it's actually i was it's it's funny too because i mean you see how the vaccine rollout is working and a lot of people are complaining and rightfully so there's a lot of a lot of complexities and a lot of problems and a lot of accessibility issues um but simultaneously like i was looking at i'm friends with i have some doctor friends in my life and i was looking at them talking about it online and they're like people don't understand how significant an achievement this is Mm -hmm. Not only that we got the vaccine in, like, less than a year, we, like, developed one because global pandemics, which, I mean, a pandemic happened, we've lived through, like, two or three in the century, um, Mm -hmm. major ones, and, like, they tend to last three to four years. Yeah. and also it takes a long time sometimes it takes that amount of time to make a vaccine but like we have made the vaccine and now we're at the point where the last thing I saw was one, sixth, one out of six Americans, adults, have been vaccinated according to the CDC the number I heard from a friend yesterday was we're nearing 25% um, that is a massive incredible achievement and it actually, it's things like that it's things like spring it's things like mm-hmm. Momoko it's just it's things like not being haunted by having a fucking fascist Nazi dictator in the White House haunting me every second of my day with whatever bullshit he has to say. Yeah. It feels like... It feels like the times they are changing.
1: So you see why I got
0: emotional. No. <laughs> it's because you're a woman.
1: I'm on my period.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you gonna cry in another 28
1: days, Stacey? <laughs> Am I might...
0: It's just... But it's it's amazing. And honestly, a huge part of this, what the fuck, what can people achieve when we actually um, turn off the internet reaction ego bickering? <laughs> like, yeah. what can we achieve? Like, look at what is happening with the re-3 inning.
1: Oh, my... I, and, uh, that made me emotional, too. I will say... That yesterday, when you and I were, like, after we were done recording, we were talking about, like, the fine balance of raising our fundraising goal versus what we think we can achieve, et cetera, et cetera. And we discussed a number, like, okay, if we hit this, then we'll raise it to this. And y'all have already exceeded that number.
0: That was like our, okay, this could be our final thing. Yeah. And maybe we'll hope for this. And we didn't even get to have that conversation because it was already exceeded by the time it came time to do this today. I just. Stacy. <laughs> right now. As of our recording this, which for everyone listening, if you're listening on Saturday, this was yesterday. Oh, God. Oh, no. The time rift is opening. <laughs> Every time I even begin to talk about it, the, term, the the orb time rift opens and I get sucked in and then I get dropped somewhere naked and don't know what's happening. Um, $6,479. We changed the goal to 6000 And everyone thought that we, that was, we didn't even, we saw like at like, I think at like 6,300, I moved it to seven. And we could hit that. We
1: could hit $7,000.
0: Right? $6,479, 172 donors. This is, we still have two days left. Oh God. Wait, do we have, that listeners have two days left with the three (laughs) innings. And we were at 137 donors is what we ended with last year. We also ended at, oh my God, oh, Stacey, I didn't even realize it we surpassed last year. yeah, this is the first time we've made six hundred two thousand wait six thousand two hundred fifty three last year. We're at six thousand four hundred and seventy nine We have surpassed the amount we we've fundraised surpassed
1: last year.
0: <laughs> we have already raised like Gaylord's listeners in the last year have already raised like thirteen thousand dollars for charity That's a through through three innings.
1: Feeling emotional. <laughs> it is nuts. That is nuts. I can't thank everybody enough. For honestly. real. Like, that's just. That is so fucking cool. That is so cool.
0: So, seeing this momentum, we said, okay, we're raising this goal because there's still another two days for all of y'all. So, we raised the goal to 7,000. We're just going to play it by ear and see how it goes from here. But we are once again so grateful. Please keep donating every. Um, Every donation helps, and and this money is all being raised for the National Asian Pacific American Women's Forum, who do amazing work to empower Asian American and Pacific Islander women and girls to gain agency over their lives and their families and their communities. You can find out all about them at napawf.org. You can donate all over our social media. Go to any of our Instagram, Facebook, any of it. You can click the link right there, and it's on the website at gaylordsofdarkness.com. (sighs) It's
1: nuts. People have just been spreading the word. And like like I've said, I don't know. I would say yesterday, but who knows what day it was. But like the, you know, the, the comments that we get and the encouragement and all the jokes and all of this is really... It's not like... A taxing thing to have to watch a horror movie and talk about it but it it does make my weak mind very muddled (laughs) (laughs) when it's every day you know
0: we were already operating at a the image that's been going through my mind all day today like this is like instead of the carnival music that normally is there the only thing in my mind (laughs) is my brain going through a like a colander or strainer Mm. like that's what it feels like it's just useless
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: so thank you to everybody so much. For real, for real.
0: This is this is just absolutely exceeds our wildest expectations of what we could have even done this week. What y- you all and we all could have done this week. It's so great. I love it. So much. I love it. I'm happy. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. And we've had some lows. We've had some highs. I feel like we're back on the high end of the three-three inning. Um, Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, while, yes, I did love the comments and I love the people laughing at us for watching the two bad movies we watched in the last two days.
1: (laughs) But today we've got a good one to talk about. Mm
0: -hmm. That's nice. I told you. You. Oh, what was that? What, did you tell me something? Did you convey information <laughs> to me and I listened to you and it turned out you were right again? Is that, is that what you're alluding to, Stacey?
1: <laughs> we're talking about Wishing Stairs, 2003, a.k.a. Uh, Whispering Corridors slash Horror School 3. Uh, third in the series, the Whispering Corridors series. There are five movies right now and a sixth one has a release date of 2020. I don't think it's actually out yet though. I have not seen hide nor hair of it, except for the title.
0: Unless it's like maybe just doing the festival thing, but right. who even knows what the festival thing is right now these days? Yeah, no. So the, the first one is Whispering Corridors. Mm-hmm. The second one we did during, um, during our amazing onslaught of, of never ending Asian horror films that we loved, we did Memento Mori. Yes. Then there's this one is Wishing Stairs. What's four wishing and stair. five?
1: four is voice
0: right 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 right. love voice
1: (laughs) voice is incredible and i hope we get to i mean i would love to do the entire series obviously but voice is really fantastic and i would love to do that one um that one came about a slightly later like the first three were this is uh, i'm a film lover let me push up my glasses but like the first three were released (laughs) Uh, released by Tartan Asia Extreme when that when they were in existence and releasing mm, a bunch mm. of stuff. And then they did not release four. I think Genius Products released four. And so it's got a fucking terrible cover. Oh. A terrible computer cover. It just did not really go anywhere. Anyway, it's voice. And then five is a blood pledge. Um, and that's from some other. I don't think that was even released over here. I'm not sure. That's a random company. And then... S- Six, the forthcoming six, is called The Humming.
0: Oh! Um,
1: they all take place in girls' schools. They all center on girls and women. Um, and part of the goal of the series is to tackle... We talked about this in the Memento Mori episode, but part of the point of the series is to tackle real-life issues through the lens of horror. Yeah. Um, issues that affect girls in high school. Whether it's the school system itself, every installment is gay. <laughs> like some more explicitly than others. What about
0: a girls' school is gay, Stacy?
1: Right. No, I wouldn't know. We've never
0: asked that question on this show.
1: Yeah. Um, another goal of the series is to give opportunities to brand new directors. So most of the people, like, it's either their first feature or they're very early in their careers. They're brand new filmmakers. Um, And I just truly, like, the series is one of my favorite things.
0: Are they all directed by women? No. But this one is.
1: This one is and the sixth one is for sure.
0: Oh, but Memento Mori wasn't.
1: Right. The Memento Mori was directed by two men. Oh,
0: two men? men? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's that's what the person says at the cake shop. Go,
1: <laughs> man. Kim, da- Kim Davis. Kim Davis.
0: Boys don't kiss boys. <laughs> well, I mean, honestly, besides the, my internalized homophobia, that is shocking to me because, it, well, one, two, uh, having a co director, that's always. That's not really a good sign for a lot of films. But also the memento mori was so thoughtful and handled it so yes. well that that's really, and restrained as well. So that's really shocking. Um, yeah.
1: I think all of the films in the series are really thoughtful. Um, this one, yeah, it's directed by a woman. There are four writers on it. Four women writers.
0: Hell yeah. And one uh, and the director is the director of Yoga Ha Kwan, which is fucking rules.
1: Yes, and Yoga Ha Kwan was co written by one of the women who co wrote Wishing Stairs. And also, uh, Parkan Byol, who plays Sohi in this movie, is also in ha- Yoga Ha Kwan. Yeah, who is she in Yoga Ha Kwan? I believe she is the young woman who is a singer or an idol. The young. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, and so all of the leads in this are women. Directed by a woman, written by four women, and the artist who did, um, one of the characters in the film is an artist, we'll get to it, but who did all of her drawings was also a woman.
2: (gasps)
0: Oh, that did Kate Queen's comics? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, I fucking love that. I made a note about that. I was like, I need this art. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Wow. So this
1: is a very woman-heavy installment of the series.
0: Wow. That makes me feel bad for turning it off. Wow. <laughs> I guess I should maybe go back and give it maybe another chance. It. Yeah, maybe, maybe finish it. Give it another shot.
1: <laughs> yeah. But even that's also something that I mean that would be rare enough even here uh, Yes. In the, in the US, like to have all of those like a bunch of women. It's one thing when a woman writes and directs something, but to have that many women and like behind the scenes and in front of the camera To have that in South Korea in 2003.
0: That's the thing. That was 20 years ago, man. I mean, 20 years ago.
1: Yeah. Is pretty incredible. So.
0: Because, yeah, here, in this day and age, that's an achievement.
1: 2003, (laughs) that wouldn't have happened here, right? No, you might you'd have no. a woman director. You'd have like Mary Lambert directed it, but yeah, would would it center almost solely on women? Yeah, there's there's like two men in this, and they are extremely background characters. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. it's like Aspiria, yeah. you know, in like in like.
0: <laughs> In like yeah with the hooks <laughs> in yeah. like in 2020 I mean I was sitting in the theater being shocked that Birds of Prey was written by a woman and starred women and was directed by a woman and that right. I feel like that got to happen because it was like a fun comic book movie mm-hmm. in 2020 but this is 2003 mm-hmm. and this is, and, and, and in, a, in a part of the world where um, women are still working on coming up
1: yeah, they've got some feminism issues. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and, that's, and it's so, that, that's what's so fabulous, too, about this series. And I think about like, this movie and these movies, and Memento Mori, or at least the ones I can speak to, having seen those two, is that it's about getting to the, the basis of where the structural issues for how women live their lives and are told to live their lives, getting to where those have their kind of root, right? Yes. <laughs> yep. Your upbringing and the 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 teaching and in this case like it seems like the schools are a little more um i don't know if this is true it feels more state structured or more public school
1: it's well it's very uh, you know it's a very uh obviously conventional society Mm -hmm. and that that means uh, not only in like being conservative issues but also just like the way it's structured yeah you know what i mean which is like the hierarchies and i mean korean has like what six different honorifics so like when you're speaking the words change depending on the honorific you have to use and it's like who is older than you who is younger than you how by how much that sort of thing
0: Hmm. it's pretty strict so one love this movie Really grateful for it, especially at this point in the three re-three inning. Um, yeah. Two, I kept thinking, wow, I love this movie. Stacy, every time she talks about it, Stacy says, it's my least favorite. And I'm like, that is a very good sign for the rest of the series.
1: Yeah, I think after having watched it last night, I was like, actually, probably Blood Pledge is my least favorite. Oh, now she's um, changing her words. Well, this one's fresh. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Blood Pledge is like you're starting to get into the modern territory and that one kind of starts to get into some other territories a little bit of just like, well, now you're jealous over a romance sort of thing, which isn't in any of the other entries and all of that. And I guess I there were a f- like a couple times I've seen this. I don't I've seen this probably I don't know 4 or 5 times now. And there are a few things about it that have bothered me in the past and still kind of make me go, "Mm -hmm." Yeah. Um, But this time especially, I was really moved by it. I was like, this isn't my least favorite by a long shot.
0: Well, noted. Good to know. I I think I just was like, it's just such a good it's just I mean this just proves, This is just like Anthony what are you doing with your life just watch the fucking movies cause yeah. <laughs> if yeah. you say, if you were kept saying this was your last least favorite and it's I was like floored by this movie all the way through it I see yeah. what you're saying uh, I was thinking well maybe Stacy isn't as into this one cause this one has some meanness um, this is
1: a very mean movie and it's there I will say the entire series is depressing as fuck yeah they are all sad. I think every single entry makes me cry at some point because mm-hmm. I'm very soft, you see. But they all are very sad. Maybe you get a smidge of hope at the end, but probably not. Uh, if you do, it's bittersweet at best. Um, but this one is very mean. And also there's there's a little bit with one of the characters early on that I'm just kind of like, well, okay. Mm. mm. I, get, I hope people, are you said that it's available through libraries.
0: Yeah, I watched it on Canopy. It's also on Hoopla, um, which you can download the apps. You can watch it on your phone. You can watch it on your iPad. Um, so I, if, if you, you can all stream it through there if you can't access it otherwise or rent it. Yeah. Um,
1: I hope people do check it out or, you know, pick up a used DVD or something. It's definitely worth it.
0: Yeah. Go, um, it's good.
1: It's good. It's real good. How would you set it up
0: for those that haven't yet seen it on the, the, through their local libraries?
1: <laughs> I see. Well, this, this high school, this is another thing, is you can watch the, the five soon-to-be-six movies in the series in any order you please. They all take place in high school, but they are not all the same high school.
0: See, and that's what I thought was the connection go initially. Right. But then I immediately no. starting this one I was like, "Oh, no, no, you're wrong."
1: <laughs> yeah, this one takes place in a um, a performing arts or an arts high school. Um, and we have uh, Sohee and Jin Song who are best friends. They're both ballet majors. Um, Sohee seems to have feelings. Seems? <laughs> She's gay as shit, dude. Yeah, I know. She's in love with her for sure. <laughs> um, to the, <laughs> I, well, I didn't want to spoil it. No, she's uh. in love with her for sure. <laughs> they are like best friends. Um, Zoe is kind is the best, sort of most intuitive dancer in the class. Um, but she downplays this around Jinsung. She's like, I'm only doing this because my mother wanted to be a ballerina. Uh, and you know, so now I have to do it, but all I want is you. Like she literally says, all I want is you. Yeah. Um, when we turn twenty, let's go live together.
0: Oh
1: <laughs> It'll be wonderful. She buys tickets so that they can sneak out of they can skip class and go to a concert together that Jin song really wanted to go to. She sneaks into Jin Song's room at night, which is very like, well, it's very skeet Ulrich and scream, isn't it?
0: I mean, sneaking in aka clanging open the window yeah. and then falling <laughs> yeah. on the floor and then shouting and like
1: <laughs> Yeah. So they have a sleepover um and but before she leaves unfortunately, so he says to she, to Jin-sung she assumes Jin-sung is still asleep. And so he says, actually the truth is I really love ballet. It's where I'm the happiest is performing ballet. And in 10 years, you and I are going to be performing together. I'll be Giselle and you'll be Albrecht. Like, Prince, like Giselle, of course, Giselle, the, the famous ballet. Um, Giselle is obviously the, the lead role. And you'll be the prince. I'll be the princess and you'll be the prince. Mm. And so it's still gay as fuck. Uh, but unfortunately, Jinsong is awake. And hears that and says, well, why do I have to be Albrecht? I'm going to be Giselle. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And so the sort of seed of uh, the the seed of competitiveness. That's what did it. Anger and anger is planted. Yes.
0: That's what did it. I was like, why is Jinsung suddenly being a giant fucking dick? Yeah. Okay.
1: She's not as good of a dancer. As Zoe, and Zoe completely, I think part of it was just like downplayed herself and was very self deprecating. Was like, I don't even really care about ballet. All I want is you, which is, you know, partially true. But then to hear secretly that you've been lying and you actually fucking love ballet and I have to be the second fiddle to you in the lead,
2: mm.
1: it planted the seed of envy. Mm-hmm. Uh, another story we have in the school is Haiju.
0: my cake queen
1: your cake queen who is very weird she's the chubby outcast she's an incredible fucking artist
0: yes she is her drawings are insane spectacular She,
1: she is obsessed with these stairs that are outside of the girl's dormitory the wishing stairs which if you close your eyes and walk up the stairs and count each stair as you go And if you wish for something really hard, if the magical 29th stair appears, your wish will be granted. And Haiju has done that. She's creating art about these stairs. She's creating this comic that's like a fucking fairy tale. Like, the art is unbelievable. It's gorgeous. (laughs) It's gorgeous. Um, She's sculpted the stairs. She's drawing the stairs. She's obsessed with it. She uh, wished for... uh, She wants to lose weight. Um, and the 29th stare appeared and granted her wish and she starts to lose weight.
0: The prosthetics um, go away.
1: The prosthetics go away. the prosthetics aren't bad. You can tell that it's not probably what the actress looks like, but they're not bad.
0: Yeah, it's a little weird here and there but but yeah. but they're very they're gone quick pretty quickly. I,
1: I think that's where my issues originally were with this movie is that like when we meet this character who's actually really great
0: i love her she was my um, favorite part of the movie
1: she's second of all the actress is unbelievable Mm -hmm. as it goes on but initially it's a very broad performance um and it's like okay so here's the fat character eating cake and she has cake all over her face yeah And she's like, and I'm just like, okay, so Chubby can't control herself because there's a cake in the room. You know what I mean? It it was just like, this is a dangerous trope, Mm -hmm. you know? That wasn't great. Um, But it's worth it. (laughs) Well, (laughs) she's so great. That's the
0: thing, though, is it does serve a purpose in in her ultimate narrative journey. Um, Mm -hmm. And it also is like, well it it kind of kind of speaks about this idea of the 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 curse of the wishing stairs which you know goes back to monkey's paw which goes back to ultimately you know wish masters where all that story came from but like <laughs> like the idea that you get the you get your wish and then now what or right. what if the wish doesn't work out so it's like it, 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 i don't think it really kind of affirms that that was a good wish to make <laughs> Like, in the long run.
1: Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't, I didn't have a problem with her, but like, she could have been fat through the whole movie or whatever, but it was just like.
0: The and I realized
1: that the depiction was, especially just because that was our introduction to her. Yeah. Like, the very first time we see her, she's just, like, wiping her face with cake.
0: Wiping her face with cake. She can't run when they're running in class and blah, blah, blah. But then I'm like, that was me growing up. I feel you, girl. (laughs) Right. I I am Haiju. Yeah. I I love love
1: Haiju. I love her. And I think Um,
0: seeing her art is really...
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is
0: really welcome and really makes her more than, like, what the character could have become.
1: For sure. Yeah. For sure. Um, Haiju seems to be smitten with Zoe. Seems? Um, who, <laughs> I don't know why I'm downplaying it. She's in love with Sohi, who lets her borrow some gym clothes, and I'm like, okay, hi Irene from Red Velvet. <laughs> We're gonna go with the gay ass borrowing the gym clothes excuse. Okay. Sure sure. Uh, subscribe to my K-pop newsletter if you want that story. <laughs>
0: the K-pop broker.com.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, and so, let's see, so she borrows the gym clothes and is just absolutely in love. Um, Haiju and Jinsong eventually meet, and uh, Jinsong is amazed that Haiju has started to lose weight, and she tells Jinsong about the wishing stairs. Go for it because there's a big audition coming up um, they are casting Giselle the ballet but beyond that there is an audition f- that one person from the school will get to go to a dance competition in Russia it usually goes to the lead of the ballet so everybody thinks that Zoe's going to get it but the audition is coming up and Jin Sung has decided that she wants it um, and so she takes to the wishing stairs And lo and behold, the 29th stair appears. So, we get to the audition. And Sohee is out there doing her thing. And you're wondering, like, how is she going to lose? Right? Mm -hmm. Because Jin Sung has made her wish. Mm -hmm. So how is Sohee going to lose? And as she's dancing, uh, one of the toes on her toe shoe gets bloody. Mm -hmm. Something's going on in her toe shoes. And you're like, oh, no. But... So he still crushes it. She just dances through the pain and gets it
2: done.
0: You can't, there's there's not even a flinch on her part. Nope. And as an audience, as a viewer, before we even see the blood on the shoe, like, well up, before that, she's doing this, like, ballet hop. And I'm just yeah. waiting for a fucking, an ankle to snap in half. Mm-hmm. Edge of my seat.
1: Edge of the seat. I'm on the edge of my seat just watching anyone in toe shoes anyway. Like, <laughs> do you know what? I, like, yeah. I don't, our, we're not supposed to be in those shapes. It's unnatural. It's like
0: when Kate Winslet does it in the Titanic. It's unnatural. <laughs> it's unnatural. There is a time and a place, and it's drunk Irish people at the bottom of a ship that's headed to the bottom of the ocean.
1: <laughs> <sighs> so, unfortunately, the friendship between Sohee and Jinsong has been completely fractured. Uh, Song is consumed with... Anger and jealousy and all of this And she's been ignoring Sohee um, And so finally Sohee After this audition Jin Song is at a low Because she was like what the fuck man She still crushed it what's going on mm-hmm. um, So Sohee Confronts her and Jin song Says I really Hate you you make me feel Miserable Ugh. And it is such a gut punch
0: <laughs> Such a piece Of shit man
1: it is incredibly shitty, um, and so he says, "Okay, well, if you walk away, then we're through." But when Jin Song starts to walk away, and that means the end, she runs up and gives her a back hug and says, "All I need is you. You'll never know how much I love you." Oh no! There's and... a tussle. Oh no! There's a tussle, and accident. It's accidental, but it still happens. There's a tussle, and so he ends up at the bottom of the staircase. In a broken pile. Um, And so that is how Jin Sung's wish comes true. So he is in the hospital, broken legs. She's in a wheelchair. Her mother is beside herself because what is the family going to do now? Mm -hmm. Um, And she refuses to see Jin Sung, who has come to visit her finally at last. Mm -hmm. Jin Sung has, of course, now gotten the lead in the ballet, etc., etc., um, but when Jin Sung is feeling a li- pretty despondent over this, and maybe she feels like she fucked up and has lost her friend um, that night, so he appears again in her dorm room, and they have another wonderful night together, and it's very sweet, and they make up, and everything is great, and as an audience member, you say, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> really happening it seems like it could be not real
0: maybe the fact that she just appeared in the room when she is in a she wheelchair, was in a wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah it seems like something's up
0: her wheelchair didn't fly through the window like in children of the corn too <laughs> all
1: right so of course as you would expect as a savvy savvy incredibly bright horror fan thank you the next day we find out that Zoe. he killed herself which i hate i love (laughs) so
0: i hate it too i
1: hate it she killed herself um everybody at the school thinks that jinsong is involved somehow whether she directly pushed soey down the stairs or whatever she is shunned she's hated and blamed for it
0: rightfully so
1: (laughs) rightfully so they play that wicked prank on her where they're like congratulate they call her into the (laughs) room holy moly (laughs) and they're like here's your cake (laughs) here's your cake we're all here congratulations you won the competition you're going to russia congratulations blow out the candle (laughs) and then they smush the cake in her face and humiliate her Uh
0: and it's the best time that that gag has ever happened since um um oh who's that queen that we hated all the gays and the gays hit her with the cake in the face. The
1: pie. Oh, uh, Anita Bryant. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It, it's so it's so lovely. <laughs> it's very satisfying.
0: It's very
2: satisfying. Didn't
0: didn't a cakening happen in Memento Mori too, or wasn't there another? Yeah, they yep. had a. It, it, there's a few similar story beats to this.
1: Hmm. Um. Meanwhile, Haiju is completely distraught by Soey's death, and. Grieving in her own way, which is to collect all of Zoe's belongings that she possibly can and abscond with them. She is distraught, like completely beside herself over this. And so uh, she takes to the wishing stairs and um, the 29th stair appears and she says, please send Zoe back to me. Mm. Uh, and, you know. So he comes back. (laughs) (laughs) But be careful what
2: you wish for, children.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So he has, uh, you know, after death, has basically been twisted by the pain that she endured and possesses Haiju. And that's where it gets... The movie gets a little cuckoo. Why? And it's so good. Um and Anjo, who plays Haiju, is so fucking great.
0: She's spectacular.
1: When she goes full nutso, I love it. I love it. I love it.
0: What's interesting about cause she's like possessed, right? Mm-hmm. What's interesting about like how this film tackles possession? Because uh, there's also a moment when Jin kind of seems sort of possessed to me too. I can't remember what moment that was. But with, um, with Haiju, with her behavior, it also, it could read as, is she actually possessed or is she just really severely grieving and having a very bad day? Right. Mm-hmm. Like the, the possession acting doesn't feel exploitive, wacky, like, look at how evil I am. Like it's, right. it's there there's... A real suffering underneath it Mhm. yeah
1: oh absolutely yeah um she ends up killing a student named yunji a fellow artist a sculptor oh <laughs> it was a mean girl mm-hmm. <laughs> she gets killed she
0: house a waxes her
1: <laughs> she does house a waxer it's pretty wicked um and she summons Sung to the art studio and this is where it's like, Jin Song is like, why are you acting so weird? You're like, she doesn't think, you know, that it's actually Sohee who has summoned her. And so it kind of ties into what you were saying about, it could just be Haiju in her grief. She's lost it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, she is possessed by Sohee. Um, they kind of, they fight, and then a part of the movie that really gets me down happens with the fire
0: what gets you down about that
1: i don't know just what? i guess the the grieving schoolgirl dying what get, in flames
0: what gets you down about the, the poor girl whose transformation we've seen across the course of this film who is the star of the film who steals the film from its leads what bothers you about seeing her engulfed in flames <laughs>
1: I don't know. I'm just, I'm a woman. I'm weak like that.
0: Oh, right, right, right. You've been emotional lately. I forgot.
1: I've been emotional. Okay. So okay. for some reason, watching her sad little face as the flames rise around her. is horrible. This is not a feel good movie in the least. That's the
0: thing. <laughs> That's the thing though. It's like, I didn't, it's really, it, it would be really hard for me to picture a film in which, this underdog character that I'm rooting for the whole way through, who's a fucking weirdo, who, like, you know, cakes it up and does amazing art and all this, and, and is grieving and suffering, that you could tell me that she's going to die awfully, and there's no resolution for her, and I'm still going to love the movie. Yeah. Because it, it's it's doing that for a reason, and it's not just because, like,
1: oh, did you think that was
0: brutal enough? Like, it's not, it's not that. Right anyway
1: right and it, well it's i mean in in its way that whole sequence is really beautiful yeah aesthetically like just the way that it's shot and yeah. everything is really kind of respectful to that character and wants to make you feel something it doesn't want to shock you in that way it doesn't want to you know yeah gross you out or anything like that
0: i also do appreciate that in her, at least her final her final days her aesthetic just went art witch and that was yeah. lovely <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah
1: yeah um so Song has gotten out of there obviously um and she has a flashback uh she sees her own reflection and kind of watches her own past play out for a moment and we see that before the big audition she put fucking broken glass in so toe shoes and that's why her toe was that's why her foot was bleeding and it's like okay i already didn't like you Aren't you supposed to have some kind of redemption here? <laughs> it's just, you're just making it worse. <laughs> you're just making it worse. Um, and so Soe uh, starts to actually torment. Like she's, you know, been released from from Haiju. And so she's actually, she's tormenting and, and chasing Sung. And finally Jinsung takes to the wishing stairs to try to put everything back to the way that it was. If I wish and everything like that, I can make it all go away. 29th Stare appears. Zoe appears behind her. And then finally, Jinsung apologizes and says, I didn't hate you. I just wanted to win once. Which doesn't excuse anything. But at least she apologized. However, They
0: get to talk it out.
1: They talk it out. However, Sohee still feels that she loves Sung more than Sung loves her. Uh, she has been, you know, warped by realizing that Sung did this to her, basically. Any of the love that she felt for her has kind of been twisted. And so she gives her another back hug, but she hugs her so hard that she crushes her. Mm-hmm. Jinsung falls down the wishing stairs and is dead and we see that at the beginning of the film when we saw a girl climbing the wishing stairs and making a wish we now learn that that was Sohi, whose wish was that they would be together forever mm. and now they are mm. but they're dead the end happy time mm. <laughs> <laughs> happy 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 time i just say that was depressing but i loved
0: it i loved it
1: yeah right? i i
0: have no i just feel terrible liking a movie that was so depressing Mm-hmm. It, that's the
1: whole series my friend
0: and that's what's amazing is like like memento mori was uh it had like like you talked about in the lead up to this you talked about how this one has a lot more horror to it or like the, yes. the horror trappings Yes the the you know the interior designer came in and said, "We need better horror chi. so like he got the, he got the Bagua and everything flowing right, <laughs> but like uh because memento mori it's it's very real world until someone dies, and then a ghost appears over a skylight and there's a storm and like it, it it's more supernatural ish flavored than like horror, if that makes sense right, right um, and that's really a lesser aspect of the storyline yeah but in this it's much more horror but it's much more mean like it it has so many similar story beats i got to this earlier but like memento mori you know it's the two girls that love each other but one of them kind of falls out of it the other one kills herself the ghost comes back the other one feels bad but in this it's like i mean she was kind of mean to her a memento mori for no reason but in this Mm -hmm. like Sung is just such an egregious piece of shit (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs> which I get, I, I get sure yeah she wanted to win once but also like man this person could not be more in your face with how much they care about you
1: well this is interesting because the the director Yun jae she went to a specialized school and drew on her own experiences because
2: cool <laughs>
1: it's thundering outside everybody um, because the thing with a specialized school is that first of all Well, we've seen in other installments of this series and in real life, et cetera, et cetera, how rigid the Korean school system is. Yeah. You go into the specialized school system and you have to make decisions about your future at a much younger age. Oh. First of all. So there's that. Second of all... Competition is fostered between the students. Mm. And at this specialized school, you have students in each program that all have the same goal. Everybody has the same dreams. Whereas in a generalized classroom, maybe this person's going to go into science, maybe this person's going to be a teacher, whatever. But here, it's the teachers and everything will kind of push the girls into competition with one another. And friendship so like you will end up in direct competition with your best 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 friend.
0: So like in memento Mori where they're they're in this like public school that right. is very already very structured and that's already a strain on their their budding relationship and romance. then yes. in this you have that you have competition and like craft like this like kind of trade school quality thrown on, but it's like art school. Mm-hmm. Where everyone's trying to be the one out of 100 artists or whatever. Right. but but in this case people actually have skills um, because they're in a dance school <laughs> and they're yeah. all trying to be Giselle.
1: Right, that's the thing. There's one spot one person from this school can go to this competition in Russia. You know that's the thing is everybody in this class, whereas in memento Mori, like I said, oh this but like maybe everybody wants to be the best student. But this one's going to be a doctor, this one's going to be a lawyer, whatever. Whereas here, it's like, you and your best friend might both want to be a ballerina. Mm-hmm. And both want to be the lead dancer. And so friendships are really tested in this kind of environment. Wow, that's
0: awful. I didn't, I didn't, like, I got the idea of the competition with in terms of them wanting to be a lead dancer.
1: Right, yeah. But,
0: like, that really drives it home.
1: Yeah. And the teachers kind of push them, and they're like, "Well, the ones who can take it are going to respond really well to it and really rise to the challenge."
2: Mm-hmm. But
1: that's going to leave a lot of other girls broken, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Then what do they do? Right. So add in the whole layer of like, like, yeah, Memento Mori is explicitly gay, and Voice is explicitly gay, and you could say this is explicitly gay, et cetera, et cetera. Could. But well, I, I just mean, like, <laughs> who she does are you saying? No, I just mean in the fact that, like, Memento Mori, they're fucking making out. Like, it's, you know what I that's mean? That's like, true. That level okay, yeah, that's true. There are- I'm telling you, Anthony, I am sure there are straight people who watch this and say they're just really good friends. That's like,
0: true. I know. And, and I'm sure that actually might be part of the reading like, in Korea, too, with this. Absolutely. Memento Mori might have been shocking with the kissing scenes. Right. But this doesn't have that
1: memento mori when the directors were in the editing booth and got to the kissing scene people told them to take it out because it was disgusting
0: yeah which is how the characters react to it when they see it right it's part of why they get ostracized it's also part of how they're saying fuck you to the rest of their school so it's incredible that the filmmakers kept that because it's them also saying fuck you to the standard
1: yeah this is 2003. We're now in 2021, and things are a little tiny bit starting to change. If you come out, you your career, if, especially if you're a public figure, your career will be destroyed. Yeah. Period. Period. It's not a matter of just like, I don't want people to know my business. It's a matter of your family will probably disown you, you will probably lose your job, and you will be shunned. Yeah. Like, that's the level of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so add that whole taboo onto these
0: relationships. Oh my god! When we were talking about when we were talking about intersectional oppression, everyone like at the right. beginning of this three three <laughs> inning, yeah, where you can't distinguish what oppression is coming from where. I mean, this this is like, that's this is it, dem- visually demonstrated where it's like, okay, you have the queerness, you have the misogyny, you have the competition, you have the structure of this educational system. Mm-hmm.
1: That's why I'm like, God damn, this series is amazing. <laughs> like, I love it so much. It's so, so wild. Juicy. They're so it's, juicy.
0: It's so wild that you can have, you can have possession, spirit possession, returning from the dead uh death um romance and intrigue and the and the rejection of romance and breakup and pain and all that you can have all of that and yet it's all being used explicitly for sociological critique
1: i mean that's when horror is at its best
0: oh no i don't like movies that tell me what to think
1: (laughs) i mean we all love yeah well I was going to say, we all love our urban legend, Bloody Marys.
0: You know what? I after... Marys,
1: Marys Bloody. <laughs>
0: <laughs> after re- re-watching the tanning salon scene yesterday, I I fully love that movie. I've given it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, we all love that, but I th- for me, at least, and for other people we know or whatever, the horror is at its best when it's the lens through which these kind of subjects are addressed and that is one of the things that i love so much about asian horror films is maybe it's just because we don't see everything over here but when i see the random asian horror movie the the rare one that doesn't actually dig a little deeper that's when i'm a little disappointed in it yeah it's There's, surprising there, there, They're getting to that stage where they're just kind of starting to make dumb stuff.
0: Well, and that's that's what's really nice about, I think, even some of the dumb ones. But it seems a theme throughout a lot of the Asian horror, at least the Japanese and Korean horror that I've been watching, like in the last year that I've really expanded my horizons with. um, It feels like at its root, they're all about uh, they all have this existential thing built Mm -hmm. into them about about just the fear of death. And the, the mm-hmm. comp- confronting the reality that that's something we all experience. Yeah. Um, which I think it alone is actually missing from a lot of horror films, where even where horror films where countless characters die, it's not about fear of death or the inevitability of it. It's about, how am I going to get that flash drive and plug it into to execute death.exe? <laughs> like, yeah, it's, how am
1: I going to solve this?
0: Yeah, how am I going to fix it? Um, and, and, yeah, there's the, 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 so, so much of a sociological undercurrent that, um, yeah, this is just un- unabashedly unafraid to go there too. Which maybe I mean I don't know about what Joe Bob would say, but maybe maybe that's where horror actually came from. Was mm. was talking about issues Whoa. that upset us culturally.
1: <laughs> no, no,
0: no. It's about blood and it's t- about tits. tits. <laughs>
1: yeah, shove that. Oh, that's... <laughs> oh
2: God
0: keep going
1: (laughs) (laughs) but that's why these movies have been such a comfort to me also during this pandemic time is it's like even if they depress me even if they you know tap into the feelings of despair that I have felt at varying times or whatever it's like it's still there's still something I feel I feel seen yeah or or like I'm seeing them or something but it's why these are all I want to watch and all I want to talk about because they're just so rich Mm mm-hmm so, I am so glad that we did this movie today.
0: It's so good. I really, really loved it. I really have to get on top of my shit and just watch Whispering Corridors and Voice and Blood Pledge. <clears throat> yeah. Um, Voice,
1: especially. Voice, I think, is a really, really fantastic movie. It's one of the ones that's harder to find. Um, so people might have to see if they can pick up a used dvd somewhere or a, if you happen to have a rental shop or something i don't know that it's streaming anywhere yeah um but that one especially is really worth it it's also just a beauty it's probably the most stylized of all of these films in the series it's mm. a beautiful film it's really
0: mm. good. It's yeah really good. I, I just can't wait for more um they're really they're really great and. And also, it's just so nice to be talking about an Asian horror movie again on this show.
1: It really is. I just love them so much. I love them so much. And you know what else I love? Are women. Uh, And I love that, like, so many of the... So Asian horror in general, but obviously this series, just centers on girls and women. Yeah. I'm like, that's... Please, yes. Thank
0: you. Yeah. And when it's
1: when it's this one, especially when it's everybody practically behind the scenes is a woman also.
0: Isn't it funny that um, and I know in America we're still catching up with that. But I, I was just seeing something about there was some statistic came out about how I just saw this on the Internet last week so i actually can't speak to anything about its accuracy or my memory of what i even saw but (laughs) it was a statistic about how horror films actually featured just as many um speaking roles and starring roles or feature more speaking roles and starring roles for women than any other genre in the united states american horror films I believe it. Um, And isn't it funny that we also get that even more heightened, even more so in Asian horror films? And isn't it funny that that is happening in a genre which was created to talk about oppression and created to talk about longing and created to talk about who we actually are at our core? Isn't it funny that those are the movies that we feature women in?
1: Well, it's interesting because I feel like the reason why it happens here is because of that old, like, Dario Argento bullshit misogynist line of, like, everybody wants to see a beautiful woman get killed.
2: Mm -hmm. Or whatever
1: his quote about that is. Mm -hmm. So, like, that to me is why the populations of of women characters is higher. Because it tends to take that angle of it, Mm -hmm. of, like... The audience is primarily men, and men want to watch women get killed.
2: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah,
1: yeah. You know, whereas these movies, like, yes, the women get killed, and maybe the women are shitty. You know what I mean? Like, Jin Sung is a piece of shit. Okay, like, that's fine. But these movies, this series particularly, is telling the women's stories. Yes. Telling the girls' stories, and I think that's the difference for me.
0: And that that is what is nice, too, about... um... Coming out, the cultural reaction and, and, and the sort of diffusion of that coming out of that Dario Argento mindset uh, was that those of us that grew up watching those then, and especially those of us that grew up different, then we identify with those women mm-hmm. and we want to see them survive. So then as we begin to tell those stories, then they become the heroes and now they've reached the point where they become the villains and they still win and get away with things
2: hmm
0: Um, and it's 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 nice to see how that's shifting, but Asian horror movies have been doing that for a little bit longer. Yeah. So Yeah. <sighs> so
1: watch it everybody.
0: Get it, get it. Once again, you can check it out on Hoopla and Canopy. I know Whispering Corridors, Wishing Stairs, and Memento Mori are all on there. I, I'm not sure about Voice and Blood Pudge. Um I think Voice might be also.
1: Who knows? In my dreams. There will be a box set, Blu-ray release of all these movies together. Somebody will pick it
0: up. Oh, yeah. That's
1: a dream of mine.
0: Well, Stacey, the dream should be that you get to write the booklet for the American release.
1: Just put that on the Katie Holmes. I'm putting that on my vision board. (laughs) (laughs) Done and done.
0: Written by Stacey Ponder, who seems to be a lesbian
1: (laughs) (laughs) listen okay two women could fucking scissor their way down the church aisle to get married and people would be like well i don't know girls just do that sometimes
0: i know i still can't believe it and you as a lesbian have been living with that your whole life
1: Just people not believing that uh, that well, or believing that it's just a phase.
0: What do you mean? Susie whatever. and Sarah were just friends.
1: They're just friends.
0: They were just friends that wore each other's clothes and shared a bed and solved mysteries together. <laughs> <laughs> What's gay about is, that?
1: But especially when it is filtered through an East Asian lens where friendships between girls are different than they are in the West. They are very physically affectionate with each other.
0: And it's called, it's we it's all... It's
1: Skinship, and
0: Skinship. And also, who's watching that, we also culturally tend to sexualize Asian women a little bit more. Um, mm. So that becomes something that we would already maybe just attribute is maybe there's a thing of there, but there's not. that's not actually a gay identity. Right. Um, well,
1: here, if you see two women, like one woman's girl sitting on another girl's lap and they're hugging and she's kissing her on the cheek and she's got her arms wrapped around her and all of this, you might think... Are they gay? Mm-hmm. But over there, it will be just two friends who do that. Like men over there hold hands. Like it won't be a big deal for two old men to be holding hands with each other. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. I wish Kinderman
0: and Dyer got to do that.
1: It's everybody, and so, <laughs> and so couple that with a society over, you know, in South Korea where it's like, gay people basically don't exist. Like it's just not an occurrence to people because they don't have. They don't have the characters. They don't have out entertainers. They yeah. don't have any. So it's like gay people don't even exist. It's not a thought that anybody has that those two people could actually be gay.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just read it's completely different culture. Admittedly, yeah. a different country. Oh, yeah. Um, and and um, and and my example is a different culture too. But like, uh, I just read the manga "My Brother's Husband," great Japanese uh, little comic, and in that like. Like the you know character comes over and is like, oh, I was married to this man, and uh, the Japan one of the jap his Japanese niece like freaks out and she's really excited by it and she's like, men can get married, Be- and they're like, well, in America, men can get married. We don't do that here, so it's like something that just there isn't a cultural reference point for it yet.
1: Right. It's starting to change. Yeah. It's starting to change, and I think change will come very quickly. Yeah. But but we're still they're behind us in that regard
0: but man i mean i know and i hear what you're saying with like people is even in korea can watch wishing stairs and not attribute explicit gayness to it or not read it as a gay film um i absolutely get that but i'm grateful that this movie is out there doing that it was doing this in 2003 oh god yeah and also following off of memento mori and the fact that this echoes so many story beats of memento mori and action things that happen in it um, mm-hmm. You kind of can't separate it then. You kind of have to read it as a gay film. And just the fact, I, I guess what I'm saying is, God bless everyone that made Memento Mori and was fighting for equality through film.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah.
0: Not equality, fighting for liberation through film. Yes. So. 100%. Hell yeah.
1: 100%. Wow. Whispering Corridors, bitch.
0: <laughs> That's the full title of the box set.
1: That's <laughs> yes, the title of my essay. Yeah. The box
0: set. Please do.
1: <laughs> Stacy? Yes.
0: Listen, the kiosk is starting to fall apart. The wheel has broken off. <laughs> there's there's it's only got like another full day of use left in this poor old spress. But are you ready to place your head on the spress?
1: I think so. I have nothing else to do, so I might as well. <laughs> nothing? Nothing at all? <laughs> no. No. No, I'll, I'll put my head on the press. Okay, okay, great,
2: great, great.
1: What is the press? It's the Chopping Block Express. Chop spress. <laughs> Our question and answer game, where someone asks questions, someone answers questions. In the Chop's Breast version, you are given one category that consists of five questions. Uh, You have ten seconds to answer each question. If you answer incorrectly or time runs out, you will get your head chopped off. Just like that, by our non-binary executioner, the heads they. (laughs) Uh, But you have one opportunity to cry out, I want the wig! In which case, any wig you uh, imagine. (gasps) Agency! Agency today. Any wig you can possibly imagine (laughs) will manifest upon your head and it will confuse the heads they and you will get ten more seconds. Your fate hangs in the air so
0: wigs in general confuse the heads they not any specific wig or quality of wig
1: right yeah, yeah. it's just it's any... just it's just you have different hair all of a sudden
0: yeah any head accoutrement the heads they're yeah. like i can't handle this
1: i, can't, I have no idea what happened <laughs> i'm so confused and then they're like oh wait it's you and Then they chop your head off. i guess i
0: should chop off your head Right, yeah, exactly. Great, exactly.
1: great. Exactly. Yeah. So uh I don't know who goes first. I'm real excited to see what kind of fucking <laughs> obstacle course. Some kind of good night, mommy torture scenario you have. I was like, Stacy, there's actually what? There's two of us. I'm I'm my own dead twin, and I'm torturing you. (laughs) You thought mommy
0: was the evil one. I'm excited to find out. I realized yesterday. I realized I and I do. I do apologize to you publicly on air for <laughs> for yesterday's question. However, I don't full. I mean, I, I, yes, I apologize. However, I did think it was worth the reaction. But I should have phrased it as uh, since it was. You were right. Since it was hashtag not my killer, which was about designer imposters in horror. But it should have been. Um, Three out of four characters, or th- four characters, were recast in Halloween: The Curse of Michael Myers, including Jamie, Tommy, and Doctor Wynn. Who was the fourth? And then you would have just had to say Michael Myers.
1: So you you just mean you had to you would have had to dumb it down to the lowest? No, lowest no, I should have, have
0: made it about the killer.
1: I see. Okay, right.
0: And if I wanted to phrase it through recast characters, I could have done it that way. Yeah, I'm not saying you're... I need to dumb it down. <laughs>
1: Yeah, there are uh, several permutations of how that could go. It was just a very difficult thing. And um, And I just, last night I was trying to sleep and I'm like, does Anthony know how long 10 seconds is? (laughs) It's really fast. And what can be achieved within that time? (laughs) Even with an in-wiggining.
0: That's that's why I had it in wigan is because I I was like, well, 20 seconds is fine and then she gets another wig. Yep. I just have I'm... I just have such high belief in you. <laughs> That's No, you like
1: the me. you like my uh over the top anger reaction, <laughs> which is why this is good night mommy. I'm just laying there in my bandages
0: trying to sleep. <laughs> or the other day when you got the wrong movie but you were so convinced and you, <laughs> and you say Lupita And I thought you were I thought you were like calling on Saint Lupita Nyong'o to protect. <laughs> To enshroud you with a blue orb of protection, but in reality, we <laughs> were just wrong.
2: Yeah.
1: That, well, that's I, honestly any any higher goal you think I have. The truth is, I'm probably just wrong. So- <laughs> I'll lower our expectations,
0: <laughs> but it's true. Chop's Press is extra scary this time around because just the fact it that is. we take away the agency of choosing our own category makes it that much more terrifying. Yes, um, yes. so yeah,
1: so I don't know who goes first. You can, whatever. I kill me, care.
0: kill me, get it over with. Kill me, okay. <laughs> All
1: right, I've won two
0: this week.
1: Great! Did you know that? <laughs> I, I I, think I knew. Uh, maybe you'll win today. Who knows? It pains me to say congratulations for winning twice this week. In a normal week, I would say that is an incredible achievement. However, given yesterday... I'm having trouble tapping into those feelings. Those are the feelings I'm not feeling quite yet, but I'll get there. <laughs>
0: Your pom-poms are just, you left them in the locker.
1: <laughs> yeah. But we'll see how you do today. Okay. Um, in honor of Wishing Stairs, in honor of Korean cinema, mm. in honor of the last six months of my life. I'm bringing back a <gasps> <the> category <today. gasps> Oh, yes! Yes, yes, yes! Bringing back a category today, this category is called Yubin, Lesbian, CEO, Perfect Queen. (laughs) And in this category, I will name a K-pop or J-pop girl group. Your job is to tell me if it's a real life group or if it's a group from a horror movie. So basically, it's a 50-50 chance, unless you know these things. I think you know one of them, at least.
0: <laughs> do you remember every time you've ever said,
1: you know I haven't seen that movie? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you have seen the movie, Anthony. Maybe you have.
0: Wait, so this is... Wait, wait, do this has, does this have anything to do with movies? Yes. Wait, what is it? It's, by, it's bands? <laughs>
1: I give you the name of a girl group. Like, let's pretend Fleetwood Mac is a a J-pop girl group. Oh,
0: I'm pretending right now.
1: So if I say Fleetwood Mac, you would say real life, because that's a real life group.
0: Oh, and some are from movies?
1: Some of them are groups that are from movies. I am not making up any of these group names. They are either from a movie or they are from real life. Does that make sense? Oh, and
0: I say movie or real life.
1: Right. That's all you have to say. If you say movie and you can name the movie, you will get a box of wigs.
0: <gasps> a box of wigs?
1: Yeah. To, to frolic in. It's a very big box. I get a box of wigs? Yeah. So you basically have, unless you know the name of the group, which at least one of them you should know, um, then, you know, it's a 50-50 chance which I realize isn't usually the way we do this but I really want to do this category.
0: <laughs> Stacy, I'm so that's why I gasped so much when you said you were bringing it back because there has been a part of me because this is the thing listeners, we do support each other. There are there's no gin on this show. <laughs> that's right. We do support each other. We have each other's backs and since the day that you introduced this category, I have actually felt um I have felt bad that what? I didn't, I felt bad that I didn't choose your category because I knew how excited you were to get it out there. And then I went, I was like, I want to talk about bulges and horror movies, please. <laughs> whatever whatever <laughs> the other category was. And part of like the next day I was like, you know what, Anthony, you should have, you should have helped Stacey out and supported her in that category. So I'm so happy you're bringing it back.
1: That's nice. I just had to find a way to tie this K-pop obsession into the chopping block. And I finally discovered a way to do it. So that was exciting. This might
0: be your greatest moment.
1: It could, this, this is the convergence. This is where the black hole opens. (laughs) I turn into, I turn into spaghetti. (laughs) And I'm sucked in. And then the black hole closes and you say, you know what? She's off to a better place. (laughs)
0: <laughs> all that was left was a wig right <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> okay so oh, you know, you get how this works you get what you have to say. real
0: life movie if it's a real movie, life or movie what's the movie maybe
1: right yeah if you yeah
0: okay okay um... I got it I got it I got it. I, I, okay. I think I got <gasps> okay okay
1: okay <laughs> okay here no. we go Number one in Yubin, lesbian, CEO, perfect queen. Group number one, dessert.
0: Um, I'm going to say movie.
1: Yes, ding, ding, ding. <gasps>
0: oh, oh. I have no idea what movie. It's
1: from Suicide Club. God damn it! I was hoping I was going to get the one in Suicide Club because that's the only one I know. That You got, well, I mean, you got that it's from a movie. I thought they were the something girls. Damn it, it's dessert. It's dessert. Fuck.
0: Okay, there goes my wigs.
1: There goes the wigs. (laughs) Unless you guess correctly.
0: On another one? I mean, how
1: how many movies are there about that prominently feature J-pop or K-pop groups? (gasps) There's not a lot that I
2: know of.
0: Keep going, keep going.
1: Okay, here we go. Number two. Orange Caramel.
0: I'm... Oh, shit. I'm just gonna guess real?
1: Yes! Dig, dig, dig! Oh. Oh. <laughs> it's a real life group. It's a real life
0: group. Is they, are they J or K-pop? They are K-pop. Okay. 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 Here
1: we go. Number three. Pink Dolls.
0: Movie? Yes, ding, ding, ding. I'm going to guess, I'm going to guess, I'm going to guess white. (laughs) Yes, you got it. Oh, I got a box of wigs. You got a box of wigs.
1: (laughs) So now you can wig it up on every one. That's how many wigs you got. (laughs) I just want to hold them. I just want to sit in the box and clutch (laughs) them.
2: (laughs) Okay, okay. All right, here we go.
1: Number four, after school.
0: I want the way. This is where it gets tricky because it might not be alternating. But I have no idea what the movie would be. I'm gonna guess real. Ding, ding, ding! Oh!
1: This is very exciting.
0: My heart is racing.
1: And the last one, number five. Pure.
0: Pure. I want the wig. I have so many wigs. Um, I, I, pure. What did I say last? Real? And you, but it, it, but it was if it alternates, then it would make too much. I'm gonna say real. Damn it! <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so close. <laughs> pure
1: is from a movie. Here now. Look, Anthony. Get out your red string. Oh,
0: got get it. Out, get Got it. Out,
1: get out your red string. Okay. Got it pure is from also from the movie white <gasps> however pure the group was played by the group after school Nana of after school was also in orange caramel which was a spin-off of after school what okay also did Nana have... Uh, pre-debut girlfriend and i knew it with a girlfriend yes there are also (laughs) nana has segued into acting in her post-idol life and played the role uh originated by archie panjabi on the good wife in the korean remake of the good wife and if you ever saw the good wife then you know that archie panjabi's character was bisexual in korea they actually kept the character as bisexual, and Nana, our bisexual queen, is giving Korea's first televised explicitly bisexual character performance. What? Thank you. Subscribe to my K-pop newsletter. Kpopbroker.com. <laughs> that is a whole... That is a... That is a...
0: Um. What are those things, well, you know, when you're the, 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 the kid in school that, like, is better than everybody and they do all the the yarn between all their fingers and create that complex yarn thing?
1: Cat's Cradle.
0: Thank you. That's what it's called. That is a whole fucking Cat's Cradle of gay K-pop intrigue.
1: I, I This was an exquisitely crafted category. I have to give myself a pat on the back.
0: Stacy. I'm...
1: <laughs> Thank you very My much. My
0: God, that was masterful. Thank you. Masterful.
1: And you did really well. Oh, God. I only... When you said, would they alternate? I was hoping you would alternate and say movie. Oh, I should have said movie. Pink and Dolls I... and Pure are rival groups in White, the melody of the curse. Oh, see, I
0: would. Oh, I could have had three three inning wins. This oh, week.
2: Well,
1: there's, always got... there's always tomorrow. There's always tomorrow. There's always tomorrow. Oh. And I would just like to say, if I may, my category title, You've Been Lesbian CEO, Perfect Queen. Okay. If you are saying it is a time of spring, it is a time of rebirth. We are emerging from our groundhog holes of the pandemic. Make your springtime slash summertime fucking bop, the song Lady by Eubin. It should have been a much bigger hit than it was. It is city pop infused a pop song it is an incredible fucking track and it should have been big and it wasn't so there you go it's your summertime track
0: there we go tastemaker has spoken
1: (laughs) that's right support (laughs) you i love her (laughs) anyway until i get a radio station and i can just foist these songs upon an unsuspecting Well, myself, From... until I started living my Stevie Wayne life.
0: Yeah, yeah, your K-pop lighthouse
1: <laughs> broadcasting out into to no one. It won't be very different than it is now, but anyway, I would love. Oh my god, I would know... love to have a radio station and have. Okay, it's City Pop Hour.
0: Stacy, you've got video game connections. You wrote. You wrote for like. You wrote about video games for people uh-huh. and stuff, and they've oh. been public. And like, you play video games and stuff uh-huh. you need to get the fallout people to let you have a radio station and Fallout, <laughs> so like i can be wandering around like shooting my my rad rats or whatever and then like i tune in on my pit boy and then it's and then she's like and also you've been as gay and then it cuts and then it cuts into a song you would be a great wastelander dj
1: i would just talk and talk and they'd be like, I thought that she played music. It would be like one track and then me explaining everything about the song, about everybody who's performing the song, etc, cetera, et cetera. That's my that's my dream job. really. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it's all useless. That's fine.
0: name a useful thing i'm sorry is it useless or are you you, with that cat's cradle are you revealing to us the interwoven fabric of the universe and actually demonstrating (laughs) to us all how how closely tied literally tied through red string we are to each other
1: you're making me have feelings again (laughs)
0: Meanwhile, I am a a severed head in a box of wigs.
1: (laughs) But that's exciting. You got the box of wigs. I got the box of wigs. Yeah.
0: That was my greatest achievement this week. I can't believe I got a box of wigs.
1: Honestly, today's a banner fucking day.
0: I wanted to get the Suicide Club girls, though, because I love them so much. Mm Mm-hmm. Love
1: Love that movie. Their name?
0: Oh, I thought their name had girls because Suicide Girls. That's why I thought girls was in there. I see. Oh, you dumb, dumb clown. Suicide Club. That's what it's called. It's not called Suicide Girls. Right. Suicide Suicide Girls is Return Living Dead Three. Right. (laughs) There we go. Okay. (laughs)
1: See, it's
0: all interwoven.
1: Everything's tied together, man. It's like everything. Don't forget the butterfly effect. You know. (laughs) Careful. careful what you step on or whatever is uh, that how it works <laughs> i guess so don't you step <laughs> on it and then i don't know don't ask me i've i'm sp- i'm already spaghetti <laughs> the black hole's closing
0: Please. i'm spaghetti put that on her tombstone. <laughs> <laughs> all right stacy here we go you
1: ready to place your head on that spritz? i am
0: okay your I category am. Your category this wee day, (laughs) this day (laughs) five, six, is... (laughs) What time is it? Who am I? Your category today, also in honor of the wonderful Asian horror films that we love and that uh, we got to watch for today's episode, your category is The Cursoning. Now... The cursing is a special format category, much in the style of your Massacre category and my Part 2 category from recently. In The cursing, you have 50 seconds. Oh, shit. And you can call for the wig. You have to get your own box, though. But you can call for the wig, in which to name five Asian horror movies that have the word curse somewhere in the title. Oh, no you've got oh no you can do this oh no you can do this and remember that can be variations on the word curse it's just the word curse is somewhere in the title that's 10 seconds per question plus an additional 10 seconds if you remember to call for the wig
1: but then i'm gonna puke up all the ones i know off the top of my head and then i'm gonna just all right okay I think you. And can then do I'm it. gonna. And then and then 45 seconds will go by, and then I'll die.
0: <laughs> You'll say, "Little monster, starring with <laughs> <and Nero. laughs> Okay,
1: okay. okay. I've got. I. I. Oh, I don't. F- okay.
0: I think you can do it. I don't think so. I think you can do it. I'll try, All but right. I don't think so. Okay. Okay. You have 50 seconds. Remember, you can also call for the wig. All right. Are you ready for the cursing? Yes. The cursing five asian horror movies with the word curse somewhere in the title go Shit.
1: uh the cursed ring of curse
2: mm-hmm.
1: white the melody of the curse mm-hmm. um 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 oh the convenience store one cursed
2: Hmm. oh my
1: god that's four that's four that's four curse curse Cursed, blood curse. <laughs> and I'm just putting out words.
2: The haunted curse.
1: <laughs> I want the wig. Thank you. <laughs> uh, curse of the curse of the um uh. Spring
2: chorus, my time. Curse
1: um
0: oh the curse of neck! Oh my God, Stacy. Ding, 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 You did that in like forty nine seconds. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Get in More that pickup feelings. Truck, More feelings.
1: More feelings. You won the Chop's Brass. Oh my god. I won.
2: Really on today of all days. On today of all days.
1: I do wish the haunted curse was a movie though. The haunted curse is an extra bad one. Because it's haunted on top of it. That's a very bad
0: curse. <laughs> Can we make the haunted curse? oh i love it oh
1: this today is a beautiful day i'm so happy i won today
0: i'm so happy i won today i'm blown i am not i'm not blown away i am ecstatic i'm happy for you you, I'm turn. I look, Stacy. You see the box of wigs? I'm putting a tiara on each <laughs> yeah. one of them, and I'm handing this over to you because you deserve them.
1: Uh, what are some other ones? You must have them written down. What some other ones? other ones, been- what other ones did,
0: I, I, got- forget did I forget? You could have gotten away with, um, I don't know, on the Curse.
1: I don't always think of it as
0: You could have gotten away with on the Curse too. <laughs> You could have gone away with Juwan, the final curse. <laughs> uh, there's also curses, is a Thai film. There's the bridge curse, which is uh, from Taiwan, is on Netflix. And there's also the rope curse, one and two, that are also I think on Netflix now.
1: Haven't heard of that one. Oh yes, I have heard of it, but I haven't I haven't seen any of those except for some of the Juans. And I yeah. Juwan, I always just think of as Juwan. I don't think of it as Jew on the curse even though that's what it is.
0: Well, cuz there's so there's like what Jew on Jew on the grudge, Jew on the curse, uh, Jew on yeah. White, Jew on Black, Jew on there's and there's uh, what 20 of them. But I knew you, I knew you loved I knew you knew all the Jew on, so I just assumed you I was like, well, she could get three of them just by naming the ones with curse in the title.
2: did will name a
1: single one. But you didn't even have to rely on that. Ah. Oh. Well done. Oh, and well two of three of those Ring of Curse, The Cursed cursed those were all pandemic watches from me Mm -hmm. what else did I say I said curse of Maynac what else did I say
0: uh white melody of oh and white
1: and white was also a pandemic Mm
0: -hmm. is it the
1: curse wait a minute is it the curse of Maynac or is it the ghost of
0: Maynac uh oh
1: I think it's the ghost now that I'm saying it out loud I think I didn't oh no oh no it's the ghost of Maynak, isn't it? Uh
0: oh. Oh.
1: M a e n a k.
0: Ghost of Maynak. It's
1: the ghost of Maynak. Yeah. Okay. Well. Well, All you right. know what? <laughs> now that's fitting. <laughs> now that is fitting. Like I told you. Like I said. Oh, you think I've got it together and I'm doing so? No, I'm probably just wrong.
0: That's amazing. That's okay, amazing. So wait, that. wait, and you said the curse. I said the curse. Yeah. Wait. The curse. Th- that's Neroy, right? No. Oh, that's a different
1: one? The Cursed with a D. Yeah, is the Taiwan horror film.
0: And then there's Cursed, which is the convenience store one. Right. Oh, oh, well, you didn't say Neroy. You could have said that one too. Could have. <laughs> okay we soar so high sometimes
1: well we we soar so high (laughs) only to (laughs) plummet back down to the earth here's the thing here's the thing you still won
0: it was awarded to you i yeah but then it's rescinded did well but did you win by a technicality maybe you still have the box of wigs with the tiara stuck to them
1: I only won because you didn't have that one written down and you didn't know it.
0: And then I looked it up, and then I saw that it wasn't the ghost of And then the I said, Manac, "It was the ghost of Maynac. Wait a
1: minute, it's the ghost of Maynac, yeah. And then I remembered. No, oh well.
0: No. Well, Stacey, there's still tomorrow.
1: Well, um, on today of all days, this is my wishing stairs. I wished. That I would win. And the punishment from the stairs is that I would win for only a moment. And then the ugly truth would be revealed. And I am at the bottom of the stairs in a crumpled heap surrounded by discarded dirty wigs. With tiaras stuck into them with my f- tiaras sticking out of my face like return of the living dead part three <laughs> okay which
0: well then, which then spiders explode and crawl out of like yeah. in urban legends bloody mary well you know what i love about that movie also having rewatched that tanning salon scene Um, is right before she finds him on fire, you, you see the the Betsy, our queen from the tanning salon and she's on the phone with her friend and it's just, it's Mary Lambert is doing jump cuts through her dialogue. And like, like the last thing she says before she goes, Oh shit, what time is it? The last thing she says is I could be president and I love her.
1: (laughs) Oh, Betsy. So. Oh,
0: Betsy. Oh, I have to
1: say, you know, um, the little, the sad, little pout that uh, this very sad pout that Haiju does mm-hmm. as she's catching on fire.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's my face right now.
0: That's you after the cursing.
1: That's me after the cursing. <laughs> oh, sorry, could have just set you on. You could have, have set you on three times. <laughs> <laughs> no, well. Maybe I maybe in the future there will be something called the Haunted Curse, and our rethreening time will fold in on itself. <gasps> I'll do some black hole magic, reach out my spaghetti tendrils, time will fold in on itself, and I will win the cursing.
0: <laughs> I mean the cost of that is that you have opened an event horizon and we are then <laughs> thrown into a hell dimension. But yeah, Stacy would have finally won the cursing retroactively.
1: Sam, Neil, and I are naked with
0: tiaras everywhere. Oh my god, my dream.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's fire.
1: Uh, well, okay, this isn't at all humiliating. Um. Oh, no! No, it's okay. It's fitting, right? Oh, it's, I was
2: so excited.
1: I was really excited for myself. That's the lesson. That's the lesson of the Wishing Stairs.
0: <laughs> Don't aspire.
1: <laughs> Don't aspire. <gasps> oh, well, it's for a great cause. It's this was still the, the... I love today's episode. Talking about the movie.
0: Absolutely a, a pinnacle, a peak.
1: Feeling a moment of euphoria.
0: Just a moment
1: before it was snatched away by my own honesty well we're still raising money
0: we are still raising money we're actively raising money as we record this stacy our total with 173 donors now thank you very much our total now six thousand five hundred dollars i am just stunned we are only 500 away from our goal our newest goal of seven thousand dollars that we just set like maybe an hour before we jumped in to record this
1: thank you everybody so much absolutely. so much so much
0: absolutely, so much
1: we'll be back uh tomorrow with our final episode
0: our very last re three inning wow already that is nuts that is nuts i can't wait to see where we're at I'm i'm very excited to see what we do with the thermometer tomorrow
2: Mm-hmm. Or where it's
0: at tomorrow who knows because then <laughs> that's kind of it everyone yeah um
1: so uh donate if you can you can find it on gofundme you can find the link on all of our social media and on our website gaylords or just search gaylords of darkness on gofundme please spread the word if you can thank you if you have done one or both
0: already yeah. thank you
1: thank you thank you thank you And
0: Um. and remember that's going to the National Asian Pacific American Women's Forum. And right now we're at sixty five hundred dollars raised for them, which is amazing. So thank you all so much.
1: The best listeners.
0: Now, um what are we what are we treating them to? And us, what are we treating ourselves to after this big long week?
1: Yeah, what's our grand finale? Our grand finale. There's a little something called... What's it called?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love that I know that that is 100% earnest. We're watching a little third franchise entry that... I feel like this is very appropriate to come at the end of the re-three-inning, as we've, um... We've started talking about this franchise of films at the very beginning of the pandemic, which is now kind of seems to be on its way out. Hope oh, here, knock on wood. Um... So we are wrapping this up by returning back to those beginning flirtatious little glances that one Stacy Ponder had with a certain Blu-ray box set. <laughs> and we are wrapping it up with part three, Poison Ivy, The New Seduction. <laughs> Made for TV. Perfect. Jamie Presley, Susan Tyrrell. Perfect.
1: All uh, wrapped in a poison ivy, uh, you know, premise. (laughs) Which is exciting. I wonder what her flower name will be.
0: Do they all have flower names? Yeah. (laughs) Duh. Is she ivy in the first one? Yeah. Okay. I've never seen a poison ivy. Well
1: you will tomorrow. I will
0: tonight. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm starting with Poison Ivy the new seduction.
1: It's in your immediate future, so that's exciting. I can't wait. Uh I guess we'll be back for that tomorrow. I'm gonna go sit in the corner and cry for a while. <laughs>
2: I don't know.